It's a special short Tuesday edition of the FritzCast. And what are we going to talk about this week? We had Ted Cruz drop out last week. we got to address that and something that just popped up literally right now about that. We're going to look into it a little bit more. We also have Paul Ryan and his stance with Trump. It's fun. We're going to look at it. And then I guess we'll tackle Bernie Sanders as we always do and a couple other topics. It's going to be a fast forward with Fritz. This is a FritzCast Fast Forward. A fast forward on the FritzCast. Does that does that sound like a good segment or a good a good title for it? I call it a fast forward because it's like a such a so much hectic stuff going on. Hectic week in the FritzCast studio. Uh, last week I mentioned this this episode might go a little bit shorter than most of them. Might be 15 minutes. I don't really know, though. I'm not going to put anything to the test. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the flow here and see how long I can go. It's completely unscripted today. Nothing to roll off of, except what I told you in the intro there and a couple ideas in my head. I can get, uh, I can get carried away in my talking, but uh, this is a whole new week, and I haven't had a weekend yet. I've been working since last Wednesday, so today it's Tuesday... May 10th. Been working since last Wednesday. I won't get a day off until Saturday. I'm working 16-hour shift tomorrow and a 16-hour shift on Friday. So I'm a little cramped uh, <laughs> running around like a chicken with his head cut off, sort of. But that's all because I'm a, you know, I'm in the field training officer program. I am now a sergeant in the field training officer program. And I'm a field training officer for two new Officers coming into the building, so had two full days of, of hectic, uh, smushed together, lots of everything going on, craziness. But it's fun. I like it. It's a change up in the in the normality of everything. It's it's nice. It's welcome. Uh, it gives me the, the the evenings off with my wife. It's it's four forty right now as we speak. She doesn't get off work until about five. Putting her home around 5.15-ish, you know, maybe 5.30. So I'm recording this before she gets home. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to hop in the shower and shave my head. You guys probably, some of you don't even know that or need to know that. Let's just move, moving on, moving along. So field training officer, the only one on this class, it's, it's two people coming in. It's usually a, a class of, you know, about 10 or so. Two, it gets to be a little more, I guess, what's the word? I can hear my dog barking in the background. Very unprofessional of me not to stop it, but that's how we're rolling today. Seriously. Okay, stop. See? Perfect. So, where was I? Yes, two. So it's a little more, I guess the only word I can think of is intimate. I I don't want to say it that way because one of them is a dude. And I don't get intimate with dudes. Not my thing. But... They have a little more uh, interaction directly with me. They don't have 10 other classmates to worry about. I can focus solely on the both of them. If they have questions, they can stop me. I can drag things out. I can, you know, if they understand things, I can just curveball ahead. It's, it's, it's awesome. So there's that going on. Uh, you know, let me, take a, let me take a second to my episode last week, and I kind of threw out. I've been bashing Bernie Sanders and, and uh, college education and all that. Everybody should know. I'm not against education. I'm not against college education. I'm actually enrolled in uh, Colorado State University Global Campus. That is 
a satellite program of Colorado State University. So I do classes every day. I, I, I do schoolwork every day. So I'm not bashing getting an education. I think it's a good thing. I just I have different views and different approaches to how to solve the problem other than, you know, stamping it and making it free because that's just going to tax the, tax the bejesus at all, y'all. And I don't think you should have to be taxed for me to get an education. I don't. And there's lots of formalities in that, but I didn't want to discuss that angle of it. I want to discuss being in Colorado State University. So let me start there. Let me tell you. Uh, I've been attending there since... 2013, 2014-ish, give or take. I was part of the University of Phoenix. I absolutely hate that organization and will not pay them any credit, any credence, anything like that. I don't uh, I don't like them. If you're th- considering doing an education or going and, and uh, progressing yourself in education, I say stay away from University of Phoenix. Just not a good, just not a good fit. They will lie to you and tell you that... Uh, you can go at your own pace and all that. You can't. Colorado State University I have from Monday, so yesterday, started uh, week two of classes. I have from Monday to Sunday to complete all my assignments, do all my readings. The only thing I have to get done by a certain time is uh, class discussion, initial postings in class discussion by Thursday, which isn't too ridiculous to ask of me. So I've been doing that. Uh, I'm going for my degree in communications. Why communications, you might ask? Well, uh, I originally, initially, with the University of Phoenix, I was actually starting to go to Delaware Technical Community College. I had apps filled out for that, and I was set to go for business management, and then I pulled out. I had a car accident. needed to spend money on the car rather than school because otherwise I wouldn't be able to go and make money. So that backed me out of community college. Got into the University of Phoenix, was studying business management, uh just because I thought that, that that maybe that was a thing. Maybe that was something that would get me going. Didn't last too long in business management. Got my job as a corrections officer, switched over to criminal justice. Here's the thing about a criminal justice degree. It's pretty much freaking useless. I don't say that to be rude. I don't say that to be uh, a downer for those of you who are going for criminal education, but uh, it does nothing. It does nothing. It doesn't add any credence. It, you know, why? Why be so narrow in being in criminal justice administration or something along those lines? So it was 2013. 2013 is when I decided to switch my major uh, going into Colorado State University to communications because I knew some core things about me. I knew, one, I like talking. As, as much as some people vehemently deny that, I like talking. Uh, I like business. I do like business. A lot of my classes have been in small business management. Small business and management and entrepreneurial endeavors. Uh, so that's been... That's, I've actually learned a lot about small business operations and I've grown this new appreciation for small business which I think should be uh, flourished, nourished, and and flourished, not flourished. See, I like talking. Sometimes I just don't find the right words. You know, words are so, you know, they're they're so fun, what you can do with words and what they can do to you. Anyway, 
I think that a an appreciation of, of small business should be nourished nationwide uh, because I think it really does make the world go round. Uh, I don't necessarily like the big buyout options. I don't like uh, I don't like the big controlling departments. And this is coming from a guy who I know is a membership to a wholesale club and all that crap. Yeah. But I think small business uh, should be appreciated. I think it does a lot for the world, and I think that maybe the government has too many restrictions on starting up a small business, moving into that type of environment. Uh, but I've learned some interesting things about starting up a business, approaches, investment opportunities, yeah, things like venture capitalism, uh, venture capitalism, and what was the other one? Angel investors. Uh, which ha- are actually not from, you know, they're not sent from the Lord Jesus Christ. They are not. They, it's just, it's just a name that they made up for them. But regardless, I, I've, I've learned the last few classes a lot of interesting thing about small business marketing approaches, and I've had to do a lot of research on it. It's, it's cool. It's, and I'm glad I, I'm glad I took that specialization in it for communications. And communications also teaches you things like marketing strategies. Uh, business operations, things of that nature that can come in handy. I think they'll come in handy for a guy like me who likes this broadcasting radio type of approach. Uh, Hopefully I can utilize it. Hopefully I can take the ball and roll with it. But education is important. I'm not trying to downplay education or say that it's saying that it's all a rigged game. It's not. Okay. This damn dog, you hear him barking in the background? I can hear him barking. I'm wearing my headphones hearing me talk, which is ridiculous enough for me. So that's uh, th- there I am in schooling. I'm in communications. I'm about 80% done my degree, according to my degree tracker online. But the nice thing is, is I mean, you know, it, yes, I'm doing my education online. When I graduate, it is a, you know, it's a degree from Colorado State University. It's all based on their criteria for the kids that go on the campus there. So it's not some funky, you know, it's not some funky degree with an asterisk that says, um, you know, oh, he did this all online. You know, it, it matches the same criteria. And I'm close to getting it. I hope that I finish out strong and I get it and I can have something to be proud of and turn it into opportunity. Or take it and find opportunity and exploit opportunity. That's the Mike Rowe quote that I like. He was interviewed by Entrepreneur Magazine. And he was asked about chasing your passions and following your dreams, sort of. And he goes into this whole spiel about, you know, don't chase your passions. Uh, take your passions with you. Don't chase your dream. Don't make up this this list of, you know, I want to be an astronaut and start crossing off all the things that you do accomplish and all the things that you don't accomplish pile up and, you know, maybe you make it, maybe you don't. Look it up. Look up Mike Rowe's stuff. I mean, Mike Rowe is one of those hardworking... He's a hardworking guy, number one. He's smart. He did go to college. He did get his degree, by the way. So, and he says it himself, too. He's like, I'm not hating on education, but I'm hating on the fact that everybody is so concerned about getting the most expensive education or going in to education for a degree in something that doesn't really even exist anymore or never was a type of job. You, you know what I mean? Hopefully you know what I mean. 
I want to move into to, uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz last week dropped out of uh, uh, the GOP race. So last week he dropped out. Uh, it was a very surprising move to me, even though he's he, he was defeated swiftly in the primaries, and, and he's been so far behind. It just seemed to me that he was going to be persistent and keep up, and everything to me looked so sure to be like it was going to be a contested convention, and then Cruz bows out. So now it now it's Trump. He now it's Trump. He's the presumptive nominee. That's something that uh, Speaker Paul Ryan has said. He has said, uh, you know, our presumptive nominee. He talked with Jake Tapper on CNN and said that he's not ready to say he's he's ready to support the presumptive nominee yet, and it's caused all this backlash and and. Uh, Chaos, fireworks, however you want to phrase, however you want to phrase it. So Donald Trump's the presumptive nominee. Paul Ryan's like, well, we're not ready to back him yet. He needs to work on trying to figure out how he's going to unify the party. And that's kind of true. All this time we've been saying, I've been saying it, uh, a lot of the people that I've been listening to have been saying it, and it's, it's just general knowledge that Donald Trump is not doesn't seem to be the type that will unify the GOP. Now there's a lot of the sidebar argumentation going on of unifying the party because, you know, you got to take down Hillary. Bernie's not even a factor anymore. Uh, Bernie Sanders probably is still running on, on mere formality alone. He's not even a blip on, on a radar anymore. Trump pretty much is in the winner's seat. Pretty much ready to take the nomination, and that's how that's how it is. That's that's how it's looking, and it's not surprising. It's just surprising at how quickly it happened. If anything, he's sitting as the presumptive nominee. Ted Cruz dropped out. Paul Ryan says, "Eh, I'm not ready to to say he has our support, and he needs to figure out how to unify this party." And now there's all this talk going on about finding a third-party candidate or starting a third-party movement and push, and that's kind of exciting for a guy like me, who backed Jerry. Who Jerry? Who backed? I'm going to go into British accent now. As a man who backed Gary Johnson uh, many months ago, even creating an episode that opened and was dedicated to Gary Johnson and teaching you about him. As a man who backed him, this is now an exciting time for me. It's an exciting time to be a libertarian person. I I told you all I'm registered as a libertarian now. Since this fiasco happened last week, libertarian web searches have shot up. They've been given more media attention and coverage by many other outlets. Austin Peterson has been on several conservative radio talk shows now. He's been on Now This on Facebook just today. He's been around now. He's been on Louder with Crowder for forever, but that's a niche market whether or not you listen to Stephen Crowder or not. Uh, Now Gary Johnson, Glenn Beck said on his show yesterday that he wants to he, he wants to interview Gary Johnson and now it's scheduled in the books. I believe it's May 18th 
Glenn Beck's going to sit down with Gary Johnson, and I just read now that Glenn Beck's going to sit down with Austin Peterson. So, one of my concerns was that Glenn Beck was not going to be a man of his word, and was, uh, you know, when Trump won, he was going to inevitably, you know, not give any attention to anybody else, any of the third parties, and was just going to try to find uh, justification for voting for Trump. And that's not the case. Uh, the case is now he's going to go third party. He's going to vote third party regardless. It's just finding out more about those candidates. So he's going to give airtime to Gary Johnson. He's going to give airtime to uh, Austin Peterson. And really, those are the two leading guys for the Libertarian Party. It's an exciting time. It's exciting to see the uh, you know the, the media attention start to buzz for this third party that that you know was kicked to the curb, that was never given a legitimate shot, and now. The name of the game is people are wondering, I wonder if these guys could win a couple states. I wonder if these guys could take a percentage of the vote uh, that would sh- that would register on the radar. You know what I mean? Not not Gary Johnson a la 2012 when he got uh, 1% of the vote. That's I mean, that was a big thing for 1.2 million votes. It was a big milestone for the Libertarian Party in 2012. Now it's 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 percentages. Like can can that get to five percent, ten percent, fifteen percent even? You know, how high can it go? The fact that I can look up online right now and I can see Gary Johnson on ABC News talking with George Stephanopoulos, which is my nickname, by the way, in case you ever my also, my other nickname sidebar is also the beard. Uh because my beard is so awesome and you should grow one too. And sidebar. So it's it's exciting to see Jer- Gary Johnson. Um, I said it again, Jerry John- Gary Johnson uh, on ABC talking with George Stephanopoulos, talking with uh, all these all these media outlets picking up steam, uh, reading reading the articles that are covering him, hearing Glenn Beck say he wants to interview him, CNN covering it, uh, the Observer covering it, the Hill covering it. It's great. It's, it's. I'm telling you, if you're not watching, just watch. Watch to see this blow up because it's slowly doing that, and it's a, it's a great thing. So there's all that, and in all that, my original point was going to go back and say I just read this article. It says Cruz floats restarting campaign if he wins Nebraska primary. That's <laughs> apparently, and he said it on Glenn Beck's show today too. Um, they launched the quote. We launched this campaign intending to win. The reason we suspended our campaign was that with the Indiana loss, I felt there was no path to victory, he said Tuesday. If that changes, I can't do Ted Cruz's voice. I can't. But he's toying with the idea if he wins the Nebraska primary today that he would restart the campaign. So... There's that, but I don't I don't see that happening. I don't I, I think it's done and over and I think anybody who doesn't want to vote for Donald Trump and doesn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton, they're looking third party offers now. That's exciting. And to wrap up all our political talking, I, I, I only casually mentioned Bernie Sanders and I didn't do his voice and I know there's a certain lieutenant of mine at work that loves when I do a Bernie Sanders voice. So here you go. You you know, everybody wants to talk about Donald Trump and Secretary Clinton, but feel the burn movement. We're not dead yet. Uh, Wall Street is uh, on the toes, and 
and uh, you know, super delegates, and uh, and I will not resign. I will not. I will run. I will run third party if I need to. Uh, and I don't know. He probably won't run third party. I I don't know. Okay, this week I don't know. That's what I'm gonna tell you. So, like I said, this is gonna be a. What did I say this was gonna be? A Fritzcast fast forward. Huh. No way, a Fritzcast fast forward. 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Is that fast forward enough for you, Jason? That's right, Jason said that, well, I haven't listened to your show lately just because uh, uh, my commute not long enough and your show's 40 minutes and blah, 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 blah. And Jason, what the hell, man? And while we're at it, too, Loy did something again recently. Yes, the legacy of Loy continues. We're going to call that the LOL of the Fritzcast, the legacy of Loy. You know what really irks me about Loy? The fact that he's Loy. I mean, literally, he he pops up out of nowhere. He says annoying things. He wears ridiculous-looking tank tops and talks about working out all the time. And now he's talking about how he interviews people and recommends them for hire or not uh, on occasion when work sends him to a job fair thing. Nobody cares, Loy. Just come in, be a normal person, and stop being such a douchebag. Okay? Stop being such a douchebag because you you I mean, you know, your douchebaggery is, is I mean, you know, it's totally uh, you know you're a douche, Loy. Don't be a douche. And for all you listeners out there, don't be like Loy. 20 minutes for its cast, not bad for this episode. Next week, it's probably going to be another 20 minutes. Hopefully a lot better, a lot sweeter. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. But uh, that's it. That's the long and the short of it. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and I love you. Good night.